The house is worth whatever it's worth, right? Whoever sells it. <laughs> Wrong. I'm Charlie. Welcome to Moving Home with Charlie, and thank you for coming. Charlie Landing grew up in Sussex, is the founder of Best Agent and presenter of Moving Home with Charlie. If you want to find one of these guys, look out for those compassionate professionals. All estate agents are not the same. So, Charlie, what would be your advice for people interested in buying new builds right now? Don't overpay. Do buy, but don't overpay. That's why I say disregard the guff. Read into the numbers and look, and it's buried. The bad news is buried in the small print, okay? Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Property Press Awards. They may or may not be telling the truth, but you should form your own view. Get out and view, get out and view, get out and view. You cannot be in a position to make offers and have the offers accepted if you're not viewing. Just be out there viewing. Pre prefer uh... <laughs> Pay attention to the back of the class if you've not been watching my videos. I did one just a couple of days ago. Disregard the guff, guys. Good evening, everybody. I hope you're having a nice, what is it, Thursday evening. Um, I, it's late, I'm tired, I've got a lot to do, but I did not feel I could finish the day without addressing this, mis this massive, massive problem. To me, it's a massive problem anyway. I got, a I got a message today on Instagram from someone saying, hi, Charlie, how do I challenge a friend who has read the Phil Spencer Telegraph article and is now dancing around laughing while saying, I told you house prices weren't coming down. This is not a personal criticism of Phil Spencer at all. He's a nice guy and he's he is a property expert. He's a surveyor, right? Uh, he's an excellent TV presenter. He's very entertaining. He's loved and trusted by lots of people, which is the point right? The fact that he is loved and trusted by so many people. Um, but there are times when I feel that he steps outside his zone of real expertise and <sighs> abuses is a strong word, but, but uses his position to peddle a message that actually I think is under-informed and also potentially dangerous and misleading to the people who read it, like the person who that, that person's friend who sent that message. I'm going to run through it quickly. I'm going to go through his article in detail with you because I really want you to understand why. And it's not me challenging Phil. It's me challenging some of the assumptions he makes in his article. And they are just assumptions. And he challenges them without any base to those assumptions, right? But let me just start by sharing you with you Um. <sighs> very quickly, uh, what I think the problem is here and why he is contributing to this problem, all right? So this week, there's been an absolute splurge of this message, right? This is earlier in the week. Bloomberg, UK home prices defy pressure with more buyers than houses on sale. That's just not true. That is parroting a press release from a lender who didn't actually back that up when even Zoopla and other agents have gone, what do you mean there aren't enough houses on sale? Yes, there are. And it says data shows prices rising for the first time in months of October. Well, that data got debunked this week, and I will show you where. Um, the BBC got in on the act. House prices rise for the first time in six months, says Halifax. Halifax did say that, but Halifax also said, but ignore it because they're going to keep going down. But they didn't put that, did they? Right. And then the Guardian, same thing as well. 
House prices rise for first time since March amid supply shortages. House prices didn't rise. Um, this is based again on the Halifax thing. Uh, and also the supply shortages are complete fiction. There aren't supply shortages. And it just makes me despair that all of these major publications are just parroting press releases put out by lenders, all right, without ever even questioning them. And it goes on. Then the Telegraph, a couple of days ago, house prices to defy forecast crash and rise 18% over the next four years. <laughs> They're quoting the Savills forecast. And the Savills forecast that came out this week had absolutely no mention at all about rising unemployment or economic instability or inflation. And it just, it's just like, hey, house prices are going to go up, probably, <laughs> was basically the tone of the Savills article. And it was basically because we think interest rates are going to come down. There's no basis for that, really. It's a big assumption. Um, but, the, but the papers reported as house prices to defy forecast. And then back to Bloomberg. This was just today. UK sees more signs that the worst is over for housing, right? And they say they then, they then mis, totally misrepresent the latest RICS report suggests that the worst may be over for the UK's housing market. No, it didn't. No, it didn't say that at all. This is what it said. This is the RICS report to which Bloomberg is referring. Sales market remains subdued, albeit most indicators turn slightly less downbeat, but still downbeat over the month. Demand and sales metrics still in negative territory, slightly less than before, but still negative territory. Near-term sales expectations point to activity remaining subdued over the coming months. National house prices continue to fall, although pace of decline appears to be levelling off. Not the decline is levelling off, the pace of decline is levelling off, but it's still negative. And if we jump straight to their actual housing market charts... These are in the deepest negative territory since the last house price downturn. Okay, there's just this tight, it's a stop going further negative. It, it's like it's so negative, it is in deeply negative territory. All of these graphs, deeply negative territory. And look, the national price expectations on both three and 12 months are showing deeply negative, if slightly less negative than last month, but still deeply negative, right? And, and let's just go back and take a look at the way Bloomberg has misquoted that. The latest RICS report suggests the worst may be over. Literally nothing in that RICS survey suggests that the worst may be over. All right? Now, let me share with you some... This is Surveyor actual price-paid data, which, unlike the lenders' indices, includes cash transactions, which neither the Halifax nor the Nationwide does. And this came out, thank you with whoever it was that shared this with me today, saying that actually in October, um, house prices came down minus 0.4%. That's not massive, but it's still a long way different from up 1% that Halifax Nationwide is saying. And you, it, I thought it was really interesting here, just checking this is on your screen. And I'll just enlarge it actually for a second because it's, it's really worth looking at this. Right, this is actual price paid data for England and Wales monthly for the last year. And monthly, it's been negative every month since last October, right? 
0.4, minus 0.1, minus 0.2, minus 0.7, minus 0.8 in March, right? It then got to zero in July. It didn't go positive, but it was zero. And then minus 0.6, minus 0.5, minus 0.4. And the annual trend is minus 0.4. And these are from these are surveyors' actual price paid figures from around both England and Wales, debunking the lenders' indices. So I saw this come up on my Instagram feed this week. And I thought, Phil, what are you doing? You don't know about this. You, you, you're lots of good things, but you're not. You're not an economist. And a macro, neither am I. I'm not saying that I am, but but I don't need to be to look at just a bit wider. And and I just, one of the first comments on this post of Phil's itself kind of summed it up for me. All right. Absolute hopium at best. Not a surprise to see a headline like this from Phil. Shame. He understands property, but not the macroeconomics. I personally think there will be a house price crash. This, I don't know who this chap is, by the way. But it's already been happening for over a year. But if you think there is some good news around the corner to all direction of travel, I'm all ears, but I don't see any. Okay. So before we go through Phil's article, I just want to, I just, I think it's important that people understand that Phil himself may be biased, consciously or not consciously, I don't know, but he may be biased because first and foremost, Phil is an, an active property investor and landlord. Secondly, he is paid, this is the Property Mark website, he is paid by Property Mark, which is an estate agency association. He is on the payroll. He receives money from Property Mark for promoting Property Mark, which used to be the National Society of the State Agent. Okay, there he is on their website because um, he goes to their awards. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with this. This is all good. But it, uh, and then on on Phil's own website, <clears throat> there he is promoting Property Mark, an estate agents, a major estate agency organization. Okay, so he's not on the side of the consumer because the consumer doesn't pay Phil, the industry does, and therefore he's not as impartial as some people might think. I'm not saying that he's extremely biased. I'm just saying he, he uses his position with consumers to come across as impartial, and I don't think that's quite right. And then also he's paid by um, the Estas Awards, which is a uh, it's a very credible award ceremony in a state agency, but, but he's there. And he's very, very much in with the estate agency community. And there's nothing wrong with that at all, but it's worth remembering before you come on to read articles like this, okay? So this is the article that Phil wrote um, a couple of weeks ago, 24th of October. Landlords have never had it worse, but there's still money to be made. I'm not going through this article, but look, those renting out property should hold firm. He's telling landlords to stop selling property. And remember the reasons for investing, right? And that, that whole article is basically saying, please stop selling, please stop selling, please stop selling. Um, but then this is the article I actually want to go through in detail and, and just, just really, really share what I hope you will agree is an impartial reaction to the things that he says, because I think some of them are, are, are not okay. 
Now, let's just start with the headline, right? Remembering that headlines get read, get read about 99 times more than the articles do, right? 99% of people look at a headline and, and they carry on. And people will remember this. Phil Spencer says there won't be a house price crash. And for a lot of people, that's enough. He said it. He knows what he's talking about. He's an expert. He's on telly. He's the man on telly about property. He knows what he's talking about. There won't be a house price crash. Then there are people who will take that to the bank, metaphorically. Phil Spencer says it. Must mean it. Right now. This puts two pe two groups of people at a heightened risk if they believe this. Um, both people who are worried about going to negative equity and now think, oh, we're not going to go into it because Phil says we won't. People who need to sell but don't think there's a hurry because oh, house prices are, there isn't going to be a house price crash. Um, and by the way, I also I don't think there's going to be a house price crash, but I do think house prices are going to come down a lot. I think they've come down quite a long way. They're going to come down a lot further over the next two years, a lot further. It's not going to be an overnight crash. It's going to be a long slide. So let's just let's just pick this article apart, right? Um, he he talks about. Um, the, the mini budget last year. He talks about interest rates on the rise, yada yada yada. But all of this is is fine. He just repeats. But but he then says, so far, touch wood, these figures have been off the mark. And he's talking about people forecasting house price falls. Right? Estate agent Savile said how there could be a ten percent drop in twenty twenty three. Oh look, even the estate agents were wrong. So far, touch wood, these figures have been off the mark. So this is the first comment I have issue with. The data from land industry charts a. 0.2% increase in house prices in the last 12 months to August 2023. Yes, he does. And let's just assume that that's right. But he's not talking about the well-known time lag, okay, which he should, because that's a very relevant, real thing. There is a big time lag. I'm not going to talk about the fact that there also might be inaccuracies with the land industry stuff, but, but that's a separate point. Let's just ignore that point. He then quotes Halifax, saying, oh, look, Halifax found average asking price rose by 1.1% in October. Okay. But he doesn't counter that with saying, but that's only mortgage transactions, excludes cash transactions, is seasonally adjusted, and it's only a blip after six months of down. But he talks about it, and this fellow saying, oh, look, he's quoting the Halifax. Now, he then tries to balance it out by saying, however, this is not to say there isn't reason for concern. The rate of price growth is well below the levels we are used to, still implying that there is house price growth. Furthermore, market activity has fallen significantly. Yes. Uh, quoting right with data about transaction volumes. Transaction volumes have fallen. That's bad news for everybody. Everybody, whoever you are, whatever side of this you're on, it's not good news for that. And he talks about 37% of all listings having had their asking price apparently coming across as balanced. He then talks about mortgage approvals falling to the lowest number since January this year, suggesting an ongoing reticence from buyers. And he doesn't point out that mortgage approvals are a very accurate leading indicator of house prices. I don't know if he knows that they are or not, but if he's going to comment on this in a national newspaper, he should know that. But it hasn't been the cataclysmic scenario that perhaps we were led to expect. Because there hasn't been enough time yet, Phil. There hasn't been enough time. And, you know, that sentence on its own suggests that if there was going to be a cataclysmic scenario, it would have happened by now, right? No. 
It was never going to happen that fast. And previous downturns have gone over several years, three, four years. And this one's barely a year in. It, it, we go on, it goes on and it gets worse. And this is the this this paragraph here. The reasons why people tend to move house, such as getting married, having a baby, getting divorced, or family loss, still happen regardless of the state of economy. Life goes on. In other words, that's what I call the people always need to move argument. Yes, of course they do. And, and there are still people moving, but a lot less. But the, I mean, this is the classic estate agency. People always need to move. It's going to be fine. He then goes on to talk about the housing shortage, the ongoing housing shortage, supply and demand, right? Supply and demand. We simply don't build enough houses. In the 25 years I've been tracking the housing market, we've never once had a government talk. There aren't enough houses. Supply and demand, supply and demand. And he goes on, he talks about immigration. We live on an island. We have ongoing immigration, but there are no numbers in this analysis. This is all this baseless, unmeasured, people need to move, supply and demand, and immigration too. Chuck all of that in the melting pot, and it puts a permanent upper pressure on housing. I expect a little bit more from someone who is a national treasure in some people's eyes, talking about the housing market and using this as his argument for saying house prices won't fall. So unless we enter a recession, <laughs> right? And what do you think about that? That leads to significant unemployment. He's implying that that's not likely to happen. I don't think we'll see prices falling dramatically or more than by 10%. Okay, I don't think because of immigration and because people need to move and because supply and demand. This is not a numerical professional analysis of the available housing market data and leading indicators. And this is why I don't think Phil should write about this stuff. It's just my opinion. He's he's welcome to get paid by the Telegraph to write this stuff and people will lap it up. And then he goes on to say this bit, which I profoundly disagree with. Profoundly disagree with. This is really, really dangerous to say this. It's also important to remember, he says, that unless you are planning to buy or sell in the near future, house prices don't really matter. This is so wrong. If you bought your home three years ago and you're planning to stay for at least another two, there's little value in worrying about the current market conditions. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to use an actual real-life example to point out why this is a dangerously misguided, potentially life-alteringly bad suggestion to make to people who trust you, Phil, and who listen to this. Because I had a private one-to-one -one video call with a couple in this exact scenario who said, we bought our house three years ago on a five-year fixed rate. When we come to the end of our fixed rate in two years' time, we are not going to be able to afford our mortgage payment. We know this. But if we don't sell until then, because house prices are falling, we also know that we, won't, we might be in negative equity and not be able to sell. It, we've had an offer on our house now that we've been that's been accepted that we could sell it now, but we haven't got anywhere to move to and rents are really high. So what this uh, this couple was saying is we know that we should sell now because if we don't, we'll be in negative equity in two years' time, most likely. So this is a very serious, misguided piece of information to put out. 
And there are people who will read that, who are currently in the middle of three years into a five-year fix, thinking, oh, Phil says we don't have to worry about house prices. He might be right. Maybe house prices, maybe I'm going to be wrong. Maybe all the leading indicators are wrong and maybe house prices aren't going to fall. Maybe he's going to be right. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Absolutely. That, that's possible. And if he's right and I'm wrong, no one's hurt. But if I'm right and he's wrong, people who read that paragraph, that paragraph and trusted it and believed it could end up losing their home when they didn't need to. True. Your mortgage rates likely to be more than you're currently paying. But no one knows what prices are going to do in the coming years. Not with any real certainty. So it's fine. Anyway, I'm not going to go on anymore, okay? Because it, it, everything else he says in there is just trying to back up his thing. Of, Look, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm going to finish up with an article that came out today, which I was just so relieved to read. This article is in iNews by Vicky Spratt, and it is the only, uh, there might be other ones out there as well, it is the only article this week on the housing market that actually qualifies as being written by a journalist who's actually done journalism and actually <laughs> stepped back and challenged the narrative. And she's got arguably one of the only real housing market experts quoted in here. Let's go through what Vicky says, because don't, don't take my word for this, right? House prices aren't rising, they're stagnating, and soon they will fall. And housing experts agree something has to give. <clears throat> I'm not going to read the whole thing, but she refers to basically everything I've said in this video, which is how everyone's saying that Halifax, according to Halifax, house prices were 1.1% last month, taking the average property value to that. Um, but she does point out that the Halifax cautioned that the rise could be a red herring because figures are likely distorted. She's the only person to say that. The fact is that Britain's housing market is stalling. Buyer demand is weak and very few sales are going through. And she talks about Bank of England mortgage approvals data. Thank you, Vicky, for being the only journalist to note that that I've seen this week. Talks about completions and transactions falling even lower in September than they were in August. And how much that is down in the key conditions. Just You need to go and read this article. I, can't, I think I've linked to it below. If I haven't, I will do straight off this live stream. Evidence of the housing market stalling can also be found in new data on transactions from HMRC published last week. And on it goes and on it goes. And then she gets down to Toby Lloyd, um, a former housing advisor to the government, agrees that we now have a stalled and stagnant market, telling I this is essentially masking how much prices need to fall to get the market moving again. We are in a new era of insanely high house prices where they never crash back to affordable levels, which is around three or four times average earnings, like they did at the end of the previous boom cycles in the 80s and 90s, he added. For that to happen, they need to fall by about 50%. And if that doesn't happen, the relationship between people's earnings and the cost of homes will remain stretched. Anyway, I just wanted to finish there by saying I am not the only person saying that the overall narrative this week has been really worrying in the media. Okay, I hope that was balanced. I hope that was passionate without being ranty. And I hope that I've made a point that if you're watching this, whatever your views are, you will consider this point. 
Um, yeah, uh, Annie Anonymous says reach out. Uh, Vicky and I have, she's actually quoted me in a couple of her articles. Um, we we do talk on WhatsApp occasionally. I am in contact with, with Vicky and um, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that is an eye newspaper. Um, oh, three-player politics. Thank you very much for the, the super chat. Just been given a rocket up the bum tonight for our housing decision. Six months to leave the cheap rental we've been in a full decade. Oh, wow. You've just been given six months' notice, have you? Um, Andrew Taylor says... Phil Spencer is talking from the narrative. Many only follow this and they continue to believe. And if they do, if you if you aren't capable of free thought and questioning the headlines, you're at real risk. Mike Dennington says, a lot of prices have already fallen by more than 10%. I've been researching for all this year. He is out to lunch that, Phil. Yeah, Adam P says, the location, location, location that went live on Channel 4 today was filmed in June 2002, but airs now, and they don't even acknowledge the change in the market at all. Why does this show take 17, 17 months? Yachek D, thank you very much, says, I think your work is important. Charlie, big thanks. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. Guys, thank you very much. I'm just trying to look for any, any you know, credible, calm challenges to what I'm saying. But I know most of you are, are guys, you guys who are behind my my view on this. But I'm, I also welcome challenging and opposing views. I really do. Um, Yeah, Jay on YouTube says, if anybody challenges the house price trajectory, tell them to look at price and wage levels that last time mortgage rates were where they are now. Quite right. Um, guys, do you have any questions for me? Any questions on this topic, please, relevant to this video? Guys, listen, I'm going to wrap it up because I'm, I'm it's late and I'm tired and I've got a lot to do. Um, but thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Please make sure you share. If you, if you know anyone who who's just blindly believing the mainstream narrative, um, please ask them to watch this video and and just tell them to consider it. You know, I just I'm just here to try and help people avoid being sucked into a trap uh, because they believed all this and it turns out to be wrong. Thanks, guys. See you on the next video. Five Fact Friday tomorrow. Bye. It's going to be from the road, I think from the road with the kids in the car. It should be fun.